0: beautiful people and welcome to another episode of School said it i missed recording last week because it was a crazy week so to make up for my absence i decided to do the q a episode and i just wanted to say oh my god thank you guys so much for sending in the questions we i was even shook we got up to 19 questions so based off of that alone today's episode is about to be a bit longer than usual, but um, I hope it's just as enjoyable as normal. Okay, so we're literally going to go straight right into it. Um, so, the first question I go soon rain 21. Hi, I go swim rain 21. Thank you for sending in your question. And your question is How do I meet new men? Um, I really want to have sex, but I have to keep going back to people I knew in school. I want something new and exciting. I'm not even scared to shoot my shot i just can't find the men i like on twitter or on ig how do i meet new men question mark okay so i feel like if you don't meet men on social media your next best bet is meeting them in real life and we are con we're currently in a pandemonium so i don't know where you're going to meet real men um real where you're going to meet men in real life at this time currently but i want to what i want to ask you is that you've looked at all the men on twitter all the men on ig and you don't like any of them like there's even no like slight interest that maybe you want to find out more about maybe meet them in person and decide if it's going to work for you I really really um, recommend social media as a way to find new men or new um, people to get with because one you get an insight into their character even though they may be lying um, you get an insight into their character into the kind of things that they like and you know if you guys have any um, shared interests that could be a good conversation starter all that sort of thing Um, so I would definitely recommend you praying your tl very well you know going through your dms um explore page on ig is a big peak or ask your friends for recommendations especially if this is like purely sexual so you just want someone to fuck know that you want like a long-term partner ask some of your friends about the guys they used to fuck that they are not fucking anymore um, kind of like your referral system and see how that goes. Um, I go soon, rain 21. I hope I've been able to help you in a small way. We're in a pandemic, so meeting people in real life is slightly more difficult. But I think if social media is not proving to be useful for you, meeting people in real life, you know, at events or at um, maybe if you like spoken word, meeting people at a spoken word event, or if you like painting, meeting people at a gallery all that kind of stuff which we don't currently have so it's slim pickings right now i go soon, rain i hope you find what you're looking for really soon our next question is from misty pink hi misty pink misty pink says i just started having sex and it's been really lit but i haven't orgasmed even during my solo explorations it's just sweet enjoyment no orgasm i only get them back arcing ones when i squeeze my thighs together which i can do during sex <laughs> with my sunshine lmo number one there's nothing you can or can't do during sex if squeezing your thighs together is go- is what's going to make your back arc just tell your partner to watch you or to do whatever he wants to do while you are pressing your thighs together if that's what's going to ensure that you achieve your none you need to look into that but separate from, um, I think it might be likely that because you have not orgasm before, like you don't know like what to expect or what an orgasm looks like. Um, and it looks like different things for different people. There are different kinds of orgasms. It's likely you may have had one, but maybe because um, you didn't feel like how you read it in meals and bones, shaking down, shaking up, shaking up, shaking down. Sometimes orgasms are just like a slight simmering that just move through your whole body, like this, like almost like vibrations. I hate that word and what they've done with that word, but like you get the idea. um So, I would definitely say that number one, continue pressing your thighs together if that's what's going to ensure that you're not. Number two, if you absolutely positively are sure that you are having good sex and you're not coming, I would 100% recommend toys. I believe that there is no way, like. Not no way, but I believe that your chances of having, like, a proper, like, orgasm are astronomically higher once toys get in the equation. I mean, like, a vibrator, a wand, a bullet, like, direct clitoral stimulation, you are bound to nut. And what that does for you is that once you identify what that feeling is like or the kind of sensation that made you come, you can then ask your partner or even try yourself to mirror those um sensations and then make yourself come in other ways but i would say that if you have been having enjoyable sex and like you've been having enjoyable like masturbation sessions with yourself and you've still been unable to orgasm a toy should be added to the equation and let's see how that goes from there misty pink i hope i've been able to help you and i hope that works for you okay question number three shy 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 (laughs) hi shy 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 you just want to know Tips for approaching a guy online. I don't want to be aired or become GC fodder. This is very important because you know what boys be saying in their GCs. Absolute trash. Okay, so I definitely think number one, look for someone that you have similar interests with. You guys have bantered on the TL previously. I definitely think that it's not a good look to follow somebody and fly straight into their DMs like, Hello, please. I want to suck your dick. I think there needs to be a little bit of tact i think that you need to have kind of like been observing them like from afar almost lurking practically yeah um and be like um find out like maybe he likes um art you could slide into his dms with art maybe he likes football you could slide into his dms with football i don't recommend that because if you don't know about football it will cast pretty quickly um but i would always say yeah find some common ground and use that as um a way to slide into his dms another thing is um post more pictures about your post more pictures put yourself out there more and you'd be surprised it's something he may like about you he may reach out to you first they may start reaching out to you more Um, which i kind of think is more enjoyable i much enjoy being chased than being the chaser so i think that's another thing you could do but from your handle shy 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 i'm starting i'm guessing that you're shy (laughs) and if you're shy it's going to be difficult to approach men you need to shed some of that self-consciousness or shyness and big part of shooting shots for men is doing that rejection is not a um rejection is not a quantifier of the kind of person that you are they may just not be your cup of tea and that's perfectly fine um you can't shoot you can't win every single game you play you win some and you lose some but you need to gather enough momentum to actually try um so the tips like i said try and find something that you guys have in common um lurk on his TL find out like what he thinks is funny if he cracks any joke LMA on that joke as if it's the funniest thing you've ever heard. That is cheap and corny but it works. Um <laughs> and so yeah do all that kind of stuff and kind of like establish a rapport on the TL before jumping straight into DMs and we're in a pandemic like I keep saying so um right now is not the best like it's not the best textbook time for meeting new people or dating but you never know you could get lucky and maybe you guys could go, like, for a small date and, like, take it from there. But I definitely think, shy, 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 you need to stop being so shy if you're trying to move to a new guy. I hope that has helped you, shy, shy, shy. Number four, gracefully broken, five, four, two, seven. You will not be broken in Jesus' name. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> Hi, gracefully broken. Um, You're very ashamed of your body as a big girl. And you worry about your weight and what you eat and what people think about you. Wow. What steps can you take to actually gain confidence and discover your desirability? Gracefully Broken, if you can reach out to me on Twitter, I will send you some information. I've written about this, I think, extensively, and I'd love to share some of that information and even a thread I think I did a while ago with some other big girls. The first thing I want to say to you, Gracefully Broken, is that you have absolutely no reason in this world and beyond to be ashamed of your body. You exist, and by virtue of your existence, you are worthy of admiration and you are worthy of being treated properly. The way you look has no bearing on how people should address you or anything like that. If you are fat, it's a bodily variation. You are big the same way people are small, the same way people are short, and the same way people are tall. Your fat body is a normal body. If you're constantly worrying about what you eat, that is most likely because due to your um, f- due to your internalized fat phobia, You have developed a very unhealthy relationship with food and you're constantly micromanaging what you eat because either you're trying to lose weight or you feel like starving yourself will make you feel better about yourself, which is false. Um, Like I say a lot, a lot of us have internalized these things and that's what makes it very difficult for us to shake off, right? These things are in your psyche. You genuinely believe that you should be ashamed of your body and that is because of years and years and years of indoctrination so to unlearn that it's also going to take time years and years and years and months and months and months of you challenging those notions that you've been forced to internalize about your own body so gracefully broken the tips that i have for you are that number one you need to stop talking about your body like this this message you sent to me is the last time i should ever hear you say i am very ashamed of my body Words like that, sentences like that, thoughts like that should be immediately far away from your psyche. You should never vocalize thoughts like that. Even if you think them, stop saying them. Because if you stop saying them, eventually you stop thinking them. It's a gradual process. But if if you keep saying them, saying things over and over is a way to give power to something. It's a way to keep something alive. If you keep talking about something... You're keeping it alive so every time you say i'm ashamed of my body i'm ashamed of my body i'm ashamed of my body it becomes truer and truer the more you say it so my number one tip is always that when you start to have negative thoughts about your body you stop them dead in their tracks before you finish saying oh my body is up keep quiet if it's about to be a negative emotion just catch yourself from speaking negatively about your body another thing i would say is that you should protect yourself from fat phobic friends family lovers whatever the case may be get them out of the way don't listen to them start to block your mind to them because sometimes even when you're making progress on your own with your own body it is fat phobic family members or loved ones that keep chipping in and start picking away at the progress that you've already been able to make so 100% Recommend that you keep yourself away from those kind of people. Another thing I always recommend is picture therapy. So either nude or clothed, start getting used to taking more pictures of your body. And every time you look at those pictures, you train your mind to stop seeing bad things and start to see your body as a good thing. It works over time. This tip is very controversial, but fake it till you make it. Walk like a confident person. Talk like a confident person, even if that is not how you feel do it regardless and you will see that the more you do that over an extended period of time you will start to believe it too you will start to believe that you're sexy you will start to believe that you are desirable because you are feeling less desirable because of how your body is shaped is such a wicked thing that society has done to all of us it is such a wicked thing and it is so difficult to unlearn so i completely understand where you're coming from but i'm saying that the same way we use our minds to unlearn harmful things like misogyny, harmful things like um, transphobia and homophobia, is the same way we can train our minds to unlearn fatphobia. From what you said here, I can see that like internalized fatphobia is something that you're really struggling with. And the way to do that is to dismantle it and to prove false all the truths that it's telling you about yourself. It's telling you that because you're fat, you're ugly. That is not true. It's telling you that you should not eat because you're fat. That is not true it's telling you that you should not be confident or you are not sexy because you're fat that is not true these are all falsities that have been pushed upon us by the wicked society that we live in so it's up to you to begin to refuse these things and refuse to let them have power over you it's a very gradual process and i will say that you should be very patient with yourself and in general gracefully broken please be kinder to yourself because these things that you're that you've written here It doesn't show that you're being kind to yourself at all and I think that before we even begin to look into I'm fat or I'm slim or I'm this or I'm that you should always be kind and compassionate to yourself don't say mean things about your body to yourself don't compare yourself to other people don't don't be mean to yourself about your body start from a place of kindness and from a place of compassion and From there, you can move on. Once again, your body is normal, your fat body is normal. Fatness is a normal bodily variation. Don't kill yourself because of it at all. All right, question number five Neighborhood Fatty 22. Hi, neighborhood fatty. Um, okay, how do I know what vibrator is best for me? I'm thinking of getting one, but there are so many different types. And I'm so confused. So I'm doing research, but I would like to hear personal experience if you don't mind. Sure. Hi, neighborhood fatty okay so there are a hundred a million different types of vibrators my personal favorites are wand vibrators massage wand vibrators i like them because of the surface area they usually have a wide surface area meaning that they can there's like more space for it to latch on to my clit or latch onto any or any other part of my body that i want to use it on another type of a vibrator is the bullet. i don't like bullets because i think they're small They are not very easy to handle. They are very clumsy. A vibrator is like, it's like, it can be like a tube of lipstick. That's like how I would describe it. So number one, I feel like the surface area is too small. So it can never like latch onto my body in the way that I want. Some people really enjoy bullets. um, And so they use them instead. For another type of vibrator, you could get a vibrating rabbit or a vibrating dildo. And those are more for internal um g-spot stimulation so i feel like the question for you neighborhood fatty is what kind of stimulation do you prefer if you prefer um outside clitoral stimulation like your external clitoris—the one we can all see—I would hundred percent recommend a wand to you. A vibrating wand. You could get like the regular Hitachi ones, or you could get a more ergonomic-shaped one, which are usually made of silicone with two vibrating ends. That's my personal favorite. um Rechargeable, obviously. Please, everybody, leave battery-operated toys in twenty twenty please get a toy that you can charge um and even better if it's one that is like plugged into direct electricity i heard they're much stronger but we live in nigeria and there's no light here so i don't really (laughs) i don't really subscribe to that because i want something i can charge and like use whenever um i would recommend a wand for starters i think it's just a fantastic place to start with sex toys and then you can build your way up um bullets I wouldn't really recommend unless like you've had one before and you really liked what it did for you. I think if you want like direct stimulation, like something to knock your socks off, a wand is a very good place to start. So I would recommend a vibrating wand for you, neighborhood fatty twenty-two. Question six: Things they occur nineteen. <laughs> I like the name. Things they occur. Welcome to my podcast. This is Auntie Skosko, and you're listening to Skosko said it. Wow, okay, this is a bit deep. Things that occur 19 said, I don't feel like my boyfriend loves me. Like I know he does because he says it and shows it occasionally and I believe him. But on a day to day when he relates with me, I just feel like I'm his colleague or something. When we're together, everything is sweet and all. But when we're texting, he might as well be my co-worker to be honest. Like no endearing words or romance of any kind. Also, I don't think he's ever been like that with me, but I'm not sure why it's bothering me now. Also, I don't think he's cheating. I'm not sure what to do. Okay. Hi, things they occur, 19. So first of all, it looks to me like your boyfriend might just not be a very outwardly affectionate person in the way that you're used to. Um, And when things like this happen in relationships, it's not because the other person doesn't love you. They're just not loving you in the way that you know love to be. For him, love might be another thing. For him, love might be dropping you at work. For him, love might be making you um, take your medicine. For him, love might be taking you to get your hair done. For him, love might not be sending endearments and texts on your phone. He may just not be that kind of expressive person. So what I would definitely say in situations like this would be to bring it up with him. Be like, babe, uh -uh, call me baby now. And it may seem really silly and he may laugh it off or he may be like, why do I have to do that? But if he's a good partner who listens to you, tell him that hearing stuff like that makes you feel good and you like to hear, you would like to be addressed like that and if he cares about you and he can and he wants your happiness it will not cost him anything to call you baby or to call you love or to call you anything any of those names and i know a lot of people um in relationships and with partners in general are always like i don't want to have to ask for something can they just know that i already want that thing i just want to tell everybody that that level of mental gymnastics is not always necessary sometimes just ask for the things you want you know, life is difficult and even your lovers are not inside your head. As much as they know you and love you, they cannot anticipate your every need. It would be nice if they could, but they can't. So that's why you have to be very, very, very good with communicating your emotions with saying, hi babe, I would like for you to call me this more. I would like for us to go on dates more. I'd like for you to hold my hand more. Explicitly state the things that you feel like would increase the quality of your relationship because you have a right to and the thing is that if you don't address these needs out in the open what will happen over time is that you will you may start to develop a resentment for him like why does he want to call me these things what's wrong with him what's wrong with him but you haven't brought it up and you haven't given him an opportunity to decide if those kind of things are important to him or they're not for instance i had um an ex-boyfriend who wasn't big on like tweeting about me or posting pictures about me or any of that kind of stuff meanwhile my ig was full of pictures of us my twitter was always like i would always post about him like frequently but that wasn't his thing at all and i didn't say anything about it when we were together because i was just like people do things like differently because people people are different and so when it became like a problem for me (laughs) like almost like there was no trace of our relationship on his social media while there was a very clear trace on mine i brought it up with him and he was like oh um stuff like social media and whatever is not that important to him it's more important that like what we have privately is more important for him and i remember hearing that i was like well that sounds fine like okay i'll allow it but what what, the most important thing was that i was able to bring it up and i was able to give him an opportunity to air his own side of things and find out what was important to him him tweeting about our relationship was not crucial to my happiness and to the success of that relationship but if you feel like endearments are important to you and are crucial to the enjoyment of your relationship I definitely think that it is something that you should ask for. And if you want to increase romance, ask him to. And also, if you want to increase romance, be more romantic towards him. Maybe it will bounce back and show off on you. That's not a guarantee. Men are interesting creatures. So, he may just be soaking up on the romance and be like, Oh, wow. Things they are Con 19 is such a fantastic babe. Look at all these things that she's doing for me. Whereas you are trying to pass a message across by doing that so i definitely say open and honest um, communication is a good place to start and if he says calling you babe or whatever is not important to him like that's not how he wants to show love to you you need to figure out if it's something that you can let go or if it's something that is crucial to the enjoyment of your relationship and if it is you need to stand your ground and i wish you all the very best with that Ooh, okay <laughs> question number seven is from izolora Jagi. girl i am hopelessly in love with a married man chimo jesus the girls are at it again what should i do i am going crazy there is this song you know that this guy sang i think it was ld where it says wonia in this case be or look my dear. Leave another person's wife. I another person's husband for her. Ha! It's all over, Jackie. You are chasing a married man. Is there is enough embarrassments in Lagos? So don't let them get you and pour you acid outside. Honestly speaking, um, I think that it's all over, Jackie. I think that it should be all over between you and the married man, hundred percent, because you just don't. There are hundred a and million and thousand men in this Lagos. It doesn't have to be him and i also think that like you know the thing with boundaries and just general any situation that can bring me unwarranted embarrassment i don't like it and i feel like being with a married man is a situation that can bring about unwarranted embarrassment and it will not be unwarranted because everybody will just be like what are you doing with another woman's wife another woman's husband what are you doing with another woman's man that's the question they will ask you It will be very difficult for you to get any sympathy or to get anybody on your side for this situation and almost free him Men has come, free him, please. Woo number eight, hi Lily fifty five. What do you do when men satisf- satisfy you differently when it comes to sex? All three can do what all three can't do. Hmm this is a big question and I've actually spoken about this with one of the, my men that I used to have that how do you make sure you're not comparing lovers and not saying oh xyz does xyz better and the advice that he gave me shout out to him was that you look at each lover each partner as a separate experience from everybody else so you just enjoy whatever you enjoy about them without necessarily making a direct correlation or a direct comparison to other lovers and it sounds difficult or abstract, but it's true. When I'm with Y, I only think about what Y is doing for me. When I'm with X, I not think about what X is doing for me. I don't try to like measure or compete and be like, oh, this one does this one better, this one does that one better. Just because I feel like I wouldn't like if somebody did that to me. Um, so if they satisfy you differently, enjoy whatever you enjoy from each individual one. And don't measure it up against the next person. Just be like, oh... I love the way Femi sucks on my toes. And, you know, God bless Femi for that. Like, that's all. You don't have to be like, oh, I love the way Femi sucks on my toes. When Tunde will not even suck on my toes at all. No. Do not put them, like, do not juxtapose them to each other. Let each lover be a separate and single experience, different from the others. And I just, when, he, when I said to him about it, I just remember that it's true. I would hate for someone to compare me to someone else that they were being with. So, just zero your mind. Just focus On the enjoyment that that person is giving you and what you like about them in that moment. And when you're with another partner, channel it to them as well. You don't need to be doing like A, B, C, D and comparing it. Just enjoy the moment with that person. And when it's time for another lover, enjoy it with them as well. Number nine, little booties matter. (laughs) Hi, little booties matter. Um, Your question is, how do you actually teach a partner something you can do yourself? specifically I have never been able to get myself off with my fingers just with a vibrator but previous partners have been able to now my current partner can't and I can't even teach him because myself I know sabi Omo, no little buddies matter I can't lie for you this is a precarious condition this is a precarious condition hmm what I would say is that if you can remember what previous partners did or what the sensation was like you should try and explain that to your current partner in hopes that he would be able to achieve same you remember people have a saying they say it means all fingers are not equal so this is particularly poignant because this is about fingering but in general it means that people aren't the same and people don't have the same capacities or people don't have the same abilities so it may be that current partner may not be able to finger you enough for you to come but is the head really good is the dick really good you know you know everybody can have everything at the same well that's a lie there are people that have everything but still allow it um i feel like you guys could try there's a lot of like um there's a lot of instruction about fingering like on the internet i think about sexual pleasure in general um you could watch porn together to try and figure it out you could use a he could use a vibe on you um along with his fingers that would also increase the likelihood of an orgasm or you could just both of you could just figure it out like over time like play with things and see what works um You know the female reproductive system and anatomy is incredibly is incredibly complicated, so you may need some time to figure for him to figure out what will exactly get you going in that way. But I think open experimentation, like time and time again, try different angles. Being fingered on all fours is really nice and increases your chances of orgasming. Being fingered like you're riding dick, like um, the fingers like coming for me from like under as if you were riding dick is also a very good way to be fingered so it may be a thing with angles and with technique stuff that you can work out together over time so i would definitely say open experimentation and please include your toys if his fingers can't get it right every single time your toys will and you will both still have a fantastic time and i think that's what is most important i hope that has helped you little booties matter question 10 Whoa, you guys really finished me with questions. I wasn't expecting this. I can't even lie. The first time I set up the form, I had five questions. And I was like, oh, that's not bad at all. You know, five questions. It is what it is. Now, 19, we're on question 10. Wow, okay. Big Body Benz. Big Body Benz asked me, have I ever been in love? Big Body Benz, I am currently in love. What did it feel like? magic fireworks intoxicating or is it peaceful and soft i want to understand what my feelings are right now because i think i'm in love big body bends if you think you're in love you probably are in love um i honestly feel like it's the kind of thing where you know um love hmm, idea i'm so in love right now so um (laughs) this is coming straight from my heart this love can present as many things at as different times And I think this love that I'm currently experiencing is a mixture of everything that I have written there. Sometimes it feels like there's something so big that wants to explode in my chest. And that is like the magnitude of what I'm feeling. Some other times it's a quiet assurance that I I want to be with this person, that their presence brings me joy, brings me happiness. Some other days, it's it's a crazy excitement. Like, I want to run around my house ten times and scream, I love you, I love you, I love you, at the top of my voice. On some other days, it's the two of us sat in a bathtub and his hands just caressing the back of my neck and I almost fall asleep in his arms and I'm like, this is magic. So, love is not one thing. Love is a myriad of emotions is left to you to pick out what you're feeling but i would say that it's a one-of-a-kind feeling so if you think you feel like that you probably do you probably you wouldn't mistake love for something else the only thing i would say is easy to mistake with love is infatuation. but there is no peace with infatuation. it's a very crazy rat race with infatuation. so it doesn't have any of that it can be very exciting that's infatuation. But there'll be no quiet assurance. There'll be no calm. There'll be no... There just won't... It just won't be like love. There's nothing like love. It's like magic. <laughs> you're making me blush. Big body bends. You're probably in love with this guy. Go ahead and talk to him. Your heart is doing bam-bam for him. Alusa. Hi, Losa. This is question 11. What is the question you want to ask me? She says, how do I open up to relationships? I want romance, love, the whole thing, but I've been finding it difficult to open up to even talking to guys, let alone getting as far as getting into a relationship. Hmm. Hi, Losa. I tweeted something a few days ago. I think it was even yesterday about how you cannot enjoy any relationship without vulnerability. If your walls are high up and you're constantly on guard, it will be difficult for you to meet someone and get talking to them to the level that a relationship will flourish and grow. I definitely think that if it's something you want, you have to work towards it the same way we work towards things that we want to achieve. Um, If you want romance and love, be ready to open up, be ready to wear your heart on your sleeve be ready to experience many people and eventually take your pick. Be ready to, be ready to open up. If you say you don't, you don't. How do you open up? You open up number one by, by, not being afraid. You open up by being by being brave enough to put yourself out there to be like, hi, my name is Losa. I'd like to get to know you a bit more. And you may fall flat on your face. They may curve you. They may laugh at you. But at the same time, that could be the love of your life. You never know. So how do you open up? You open up by one, by not being afraid. You open up by putting yourself out there more. You open up by seeing what you want or what you want out of something. And you open up by just letting yourself fall. By not, you know, safeguarding your heart, tightening your heart behind your chest because you won't meet anyone, much less fall in love with anyone at that at that level. The guy that I'm currently in love with now I remember, like, when I just met him, like, the first couple times we met, I was like, oh my, I like this guy. I was like, should I, talk? Let me not say, should I talk? Let me not say anything. One day, I just blotted it out and said it. And he said it back to me. And since then, it's been like a vast boost of just, like, affection and kindness that we've been sharing towards each other. But if I bottled up my feelings about him in my chest and I didn't say anything, we won't be where we are now you need to take that bold, brave step, Losa. And I know that you can do it and I wish you all the best with it. Question 12. Okay, hi, Skosko. I really love your podcast. Can I do an episode about sex toys and how to know what to get as a beginner? So next week is our Valentine's episode, which is going to be like romantic readings of poetry with a very special guest um then after that that's the end of season one of this podcast yay but season two will be starting shortly after most likely in march which is my birthday month Whoop whoop! and so then we will definitely be looking into um sex toys as an episode i can 100% do that for you sonny sex toys what to get as a beginner you know what are your pleasure points what are you trying to achieve we can discuss all of that for sure next season watch out for skosko said it's season two question 13 anon please can you do an episode on purity culture i would be happy to season two skosko said it contents everywhere so we have two now that have been requested purity culture and um sex toys i want to get as beginners absolutely no problem if you have any specific questions i will leave this form open you could send um anon you could send another question about purity culture if you want to know anything in particular all that kind of stuff question 14 school school friend hi school school friend um school school friend says i gained a lot of weight this last year and it's making me feel really insecure about my body how can i look past it and embrace my new body so I spoke about that for Gracefully Broken. And I hope that you are listening. And I hope that it's also been able to resonate with you. But honestly speaking, you have no reason to be insecure about your fatter body. Um, you are a beautiful, school school friend. Let me just tell you from the jump. But let me just tell you, you need to internalize that. Um, and in general, like, it was a pandemic year. I feel like body positivity might be unrealistic for a lot of us. So we need to look more into body neutrality. The same body that gained a lot of weight is the same body that kept you alive during a pandemic. The same body that was, you know, keeping you well, keeping you fit, moving you from place to place, keeping you healthy. You know, our bodies do so much for us in ways that we cannot even see for us to be bothered about things like our weight and how we look when our bodies are literally keeping us alive. Let me tell you something, school school friend, the weight that you gained, has it changed how you feel in your heart or how you feel in your mind has it changed the essence of who you are it likely hasn't so a physical change should not make you feel insecure about yourself because nothing about the core the essence the beauty the treasure of who you are has been changed by you gaining or losing weight do you understand that the amazing person that you are, the amazing person that you're becoming will never be affected by you gaining weight. It'll never take away the beauty of what you're becoming. So if you gain new weight, this is your new body. And what are you going to do? You're going to love this new body. You're going to speak positive affirmations about this new body. If you need to, you're going to buy new clothes for this new body. You're going to do up your wardrobe to style this new body. But this is your body and it's a body you should love and cherish and be kind and compassionate to so if you've gained new weight this is your body how can you look past it look past it by number one stop looking at your old body as your perfect body or your good body and this new body as your bad body stop doing that comparison or that juxtaposition realize that your body will always change you know i tell people that women Our bodies are prone to weight fluctuations throughout our lives. Like, close to my period, my water retention in my body goes up. So my my belly is like an inch or two bigger a few days before every period. And it stays like that for a while. Imagine if that happened and, like, it destabilizes me so much. That's not possible. Our bodies are prone to frequent fluctuations of weight. And so you can't allow every single fluctuation to denounce or to affect how you feel about your body look past it embrace your new body don't talk down on this current body if people say things that like, ah uh-uh, you're becoming fatal tell them to stop making comments about your body tell them that's eh, uh-huh, and so mind your business start to prioritize this new body let everybody know that as you are now you're not trying to lose weight you're not trying to, this is your body bam anybody that does not like it they can go stop looking at this new body as a problem that you need to fix. Stop looking at it as a problem you need to solve. Your body is not a problem you need to solve. Okay? So just hold on to some of that and do some of the other stuff I spoke to gracefully broken about. And I think that it should help. Question 15. Hi, not a question, but if you ever want to do an episode about abortions and any people's impute, please tweet and I'd love to share my story. Wow, thank you so much, Moa. I will definitely remember that. And if that ever comes up, I will happily reach out. Thank you so much for offering your story to me. So kind of you. Question 16. Still thinking about a name LOL001. Wow, this question is really long. I read it earlier and I'm just shook at how long it is. So question one says... um, that question one talks about sexual repression, that you were really sexually repressed and had a hate relationship with your feelings and sexual desires because you felt like one time in secondary school, it was distracting you from your education. Our sexual and emotional desires are part of who we are. They are part of what makes us who we are. Many times they're a normal biological and um, psychological parts of growing up, of becoming people. Biologically, like human beings are wired to want to mate or wired to want to um, have sexual relations with people. It's literally been like that like since the beginning of time. So first things first, I would say just never criminalize your desire or your emotions because it's a very difficult place. It's a very bad place, a very dark place to be in. Um, whenever people say things like having a boyfriend or having sex will distract you from your goals or will distract you from achieving whatever you want to, I feel like that still boils down to a question of personal, um, personal prioritization and self-management and just good time management because it could be anything else it could be that you like to watch tv too much and it was distracting you from your studies it could be that you like to watch youtube you like to do makeup you like to go out it could be anything that would be distracting you from your studies it wouldn't have to be sex so i feel like a good um a good time management system and prioritization would help you to fix that Number two, um, I'm really on my journey of sexual liberation and I'm so proud of my progress so far. I'm proud of you too. Um, But can I give you a very clear and concise description of the streets? (laughs) What it entails and how you can handle it because you're not down for commitment. And how can that be handled in the Nigerian uni system and life in general? Um, So streets is a very loose term. It could mean anything. For me, it just means not dating um possibly having multiple sexual partners and just enjoying the company of different people yeah that's pretty much treats to me um so it means like you're not in a relationship with any of the people that you're seeing but you're sort of casually dating multiple people and figuring it out how does that work in a Nigerian uni system? I guess if you had your own place, it would look like meeting people in and around campus, and the few people don't just invite anybody into your space and try to only do that if you guys have met prior maybe at an e tree or you've gone to see a movie, try and establish some kind of rapport prior to meeting up but that's what streets is, and I feel like people really fuss about like being in streets, but literally everybody's in the streets until they're cuffed in a proper relationship or unless they're married so relax about it don't be stressed i have not had sex yet but i'm going to soon because i'm turning legal and i want to get contraceptives before i start having sex if you want to get contraceptives please 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 by all means speak to a medical personnel anything i say on this podcast cannot be held as medical advice so even if i say you should go and swallow panadol so that you don't get pregnant it's not going to it's not going to hold anywhere um i would say that if you are a virgin and need to having sex most clinics would be skeptical about giving you an iud because you wrote an iud here in your example um they would be skeptical about giving you an iud they usually think iuds are for women who are done having children so older women um so i would say just go to a good nice private hospital and talk to them about what you need because people are very if you say you're just legal that means you're 17 it's a 17 year old girl people are going to be very somehow with you and birth control let me just tell you from the jump why in nigeria this place is the ghetto this place is upside down the people are going to be difficult about you getting contraceptives with how young you are when i was 18 19 and i was on contraceptive pills i got them from my university in the uk because they would give them to us as part of like our health insurance but i don't know anyone here that does that kind of stuff and i would hate for you to just jump into contraception willy-nilly so i would definitely say you should please try and speak to a medical personnel about that finally how would i advise someone on how to be really confident and feel sexy um even though you don't conform to normal bodily standards and this is what i keep saying i've said it over and over again that my number one most important tip is fake it till you make it carry yourself like someone who is sexy carry yourself like someone who is confident don't do not allow people to speak down on your body you yourself don't speak down on your body dress well find out what works for your body fashion wise take nice pictures, get comfortable in your body. And eventually, these feelings of... I feel like a lot of people that have um, body image issues always want to jump into sexiness or jump into confidence. And there's a step before that. It's called like bodily normalcy. You just know that your body is normal. You don't have to fix your body. You don't have to poke and prod. I think when you successfully arrive at that place, feeling sexy or feeling confident comes a lot easier after that oh my god that was a mouthful still thinking about a name i hope i have been able to help you question 17 advice on how to take fire nudes of your boobs wow (laughs) wow cats and how to give good head to a guy i'm really nervous about how to go about it with the guy i'm plotting with i've only done it with just one guy before plus how to get any guy you want lol i'm still feeling like someone is out of your reach okay let's break this down how to take far nudes of your boobs okay number one angles so i use self timer usually if i'm taking sexy pics and i put the phone at um so like middle level like if i'm standing straight in front of the camera what will be showing is like my belly button so i take like five or six steps back and then i take the picture um boobs boobs are like the easiest nudes to take man there's so much going on with nudes with boobs rather like you could hold them you could squeeze them together you could do a video of you oiling them you could moisturize them you could wear a bra take off the bra like in slow-mo there's so much to do with taking nudes with boobs just fool around and find out what works for your cat the angle is harder i will say the angle is harder bent over is typically best um legs spread wide open with a phone like right direct self self timer again using your front camera using your back camera is typically just a lot harder and sometimes the quality isn't as good so selfies 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 all the way how to give good head to a guy hmm, okay first things first drink a lot of water make sure your throat isn't dry and make sure you didn't just eat something peppery beforehand Number two, saliva, spit, lots and lots and lots of spit will make giving head a lot easier for you to look into that. Number three, take it easy, take it slow. Don't try and shove the whole dick in your throat all at once because that will be uncomfortable and you may vomit on his dick and nobody needs that. Um, slow and steady don't be afraid to use your hands if you can't take all of him into your mouth focus on the tip because the tip is like the clit for men and it's the most sensitive like part of their penis so you could try to focus more on the tip if you can't take as much of it into your mouth as possible Um, ask your partner what they like do they like their balls being played with Do do they like when you play with their nipples what could elevate the experience for them but the first yeah so i would say relax um widen your jaw a little wrap your teeth with your lips i don't know if that makes sense but wrap your lips around your teeth anyway so that your teeth are not jibber jabbering all over his penis um don't be in a hurry to deep throats like they do in porn or any of that kind of stuff take it easy one inch at a time, literally. Um, but I think that should help. Lots and lots of saliva. Don't you guys are fucking and fucking is a nasty activity in any way, shape, and form. So don't be afraid to get nasty. How to get any guy you want until feeling like someone's out of your reach, my dear. I wish I could help you with this one. Oh, hmm. get any guy you want, my dear. Maybe you want to speak to Jeremiah. This sounds like a kaya mata kind of situation. <laughs> Question eighteen. Oh, this is out of curiosity and not coming from any form of judgment whatsoever. But how do you feel about being vocal about your sexual desires and your sex and your sex life? Knowing fully well that according to the Bible, which you quote often, premarital sex is considered a sin. Okay, I get this question a lot and it's because Christians are so judgmental and they don't mind their business. I'm not saying that's you, Bridget Bema. <laughs> um, I believe in what is called sex positive christianity and it's not very popular or very um or very well spoken of in general christian circles but i believe that um, i'm a christian and i'm a sex positive christian and that the center of my faith is love for god and love for others and living a life that would draw people to christ and i believe that god did give us our sexual desires and that the bible was written in a very time-specific context um and that a lot of what we see in the bible regarding relations between men and women and sex in general was very time-specific for the roman empire for which the apostles typically paul was writing from it's the same bible that tells us about submitting to men something that i also do not agree with and etc all very time-specific um all very time-specific um Admonitions, You know, as at the time the Bible was being written, women were practically seen as property belonging to their husband. So obviously someone who had sex out of marriage was not a valuable possession. I believe that society has, at least for me, progressed past that point. I'm not property that belongs to anybody. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't occur to me in that way. What I would also say is that in general, me, I have taken a very, very, very personal um faith journey to reach where i am now and where i am now it feels good it feels good and it feels right i know that the the kind of religion i was doing before that was shrouded with so much fear and shame and guilt was not a healthy faith for me at all um this current place that i'm existing in being vocal about my sexual desires being vocal about safe sex being vocal about consent these are things that have made my faith journey even better for me if that makes sense my church in my uni emmanuel church was a sex positive church and i had spoken to some of my apostles and some of the leaders in the church who were more open and more honest with certain conversations we had and that informed my journey i hope that's been able to help you google sex positive christianity i think you'd like what you find miss keep me anon do you get moments when your partner has probably had a hard day and he or she stank but somehow they don't realize and they want to rub up on you or maybe their breath smells a little stale and you they talk in your face or kiss you what do you do how do you tell them to clean up and not offend them <laughs> this is funny for stale breath I just let... I, me, I go with it because you typically... Like, stillbirth is usually, like, in the morning, right? If you spend the night together, chances are both your births will be still. So, me, I can't be picking up and about that one. But oh, you probably has, your partner has had a long day and they stink. I feel like there's a way to lovingly tell someone that you guys need to shower. And I feel like you could do it cute so that you guys can shower together. I'm like, oh, babe, let's have a shower. You know, that kind of stuff. But um I feel like, in general, you should... If you guys are really good, like, you guys are not just fucking, like, you guys have, like, a really nice rapport, um, saying that, like, you guys, like, the guy needs to brush or the babe needs to brush shouldn't be a problem, I think, that you can bring it up, you can lovingly tell them, and they too will not get offended, they too, they know that they've had a long day, so everybody ought to comport, hygiene is important, babes, don't allow anybody to boo-boo you about that, wow, this is the longest podcast I have ever recorded, It is 50, almost an hour. That is crazy. That is just crazy. Anywho, thank you guys so much for sending in your questions and for listening to this exceptionally long podcast episode i just want to say that the only reason this episode is this long is because it was a q and a one i have a thing for like short podcasts so like 15 to 20 minutes and i like to be done because that's how long my attention span lasts to listen to podcasts anyway um but i hope everyone has a really nice week um i'm new in Abuja, Um And so I just settled into law school literally this Monday. Um, I am excited-ish, not really. I just want to get it done and over with. Um, So if any of my listeners are in Abuja or in law school, let me know. Um, Have a lovely week, guys. Rooting for you all the time. Bye.